What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Dusty Nine Podcast. I am your host, TJ Plugger, and with my guest now, I got Ray Bork. How you doing, Ray? Great. How are you? Pretty good. First of all, thank you for uh, taking time out to speak with me. Just a uh, couple questions I like to speak to you about. You know, you started your hockey career in the queue, and halfway through your rookie season, your head coach traded you away. As a young kid, what was that experience like? Crushing. Um, crying like a baby. I just turned 16 years old, and uh, things were going amazingly well. Never expected to be traded. He traded me for a veteran 19-year-old goal scorer that he thought he needed. And uh, we were in first place overall. Then I got traded to last place team. And uh, it was a, uh, an early lesson of uh, what, what could happen in the hockey, uh, in the life of a hockey player. So, um, you know, everything worked out great. Uh, you know, I went went to uh, a team that uh, was a great bunch of guys and uh, you know the captain was Yushida Boa that was a guy that really took me under his wing he ended up you know next year being a first round draft pick by the Rangers and uh, really took good care of me and a great bunch of guys young guys that we kind of grew in the next year we were a lot better than the year after that too so um, so it was uh, you know it was tough at the time but um, I think it's something that Michelle Bergeron that traded me and uh, always regretted uh, that move. Absolutely. Kicking himself in the ass for that, huh? <laughs> I would think. His wife kicked yeah. him in the ass for that. <laughs> for sure. And then 1970, 1979 rolls around. You're heading to the draft. Did you expect to be drafted eighth overall by Boston? Um, I was hearing, I had heard from Boston, um, Chicago, Buffalo. Um, I knew that, you know, I was going to go at some point in the first round. I didn't know where or how high. Um, very fortunate to go to Boston with, uh, you know, a veteran team that had just lost in the semifinals to the Stanley Cup champions, Montreal Canadiens, um, again. And um, it, was, it was a great place to go where, you know, all I had to do was just kind of more or less do my job and um, not, you know, I mean, the pressure of some guys going to you know, some really awful teams is a lot different than going to a team that is very good and competes and I'm one of the best teams in the league. So, surrounded by, uh, you know, great veterans, uh, you know, Jean Rattel, Brad Park took me under his wing as a defenseman. Uh, you know, I was like a sponge around him. Uh, you know, Jerry Trevers, uh, Tara Riley, the ultimate Bruins in my book. So, it was a great bunch of guys to learn what, uh, what a Bruin was all about. Uh, it was a lot of fun and a team with so much history and tradition. It was a great place to go. And you played 21 seasons in Boston. That's unheard of to play the same team these days. Was it a loyalty thing or did you just want to try to win the Stanley Cup with the team that drafted you? Well, I love playing in Boston. I love the city. Uh, I love you know, the Bruins. Uh, it's a great place to play. Uh, that's where all my kids were born. We're, you know, our roots, that's where we're going to live. And uh, we were always very competitive, more or less, till the end, where we weren't so competitive. And I just, I just decided, uh, you know, um, it was really unfair, I think, uh, to me and, and to, to the fans of Boston. That should never happen in Boston, especially, uh, you know, no salary cap. And, and, and we've always been competitive. We were awful. So I was 38 years old, and I just I needed to go somewhere to see if, you know, if I was too old to play. 
uh, or to be inspired about uh, you know an opportunity to win again, and that happened in Colorado, where I had an amazing experience there for a year and a half, and it was a lot of fun. And, but you know, I'll always bleed black and gold, and uh, never thought I'd ever leave. And I always said I would, uh, I would never leave for a cup, but you know, that changed absolutely uh, with the circumstances that I was around. Now, fast forward, you go to Colorado, 2000, 2000, 2001 Stanley Cup playoffs. Your team makes a run in the finals. How different was that team compared to the teams you played with at Boston? I mean, there's there's a difference between both, obviously. But uh, Colorado was, you know, the, the year and a half I was there was, was the most talented team I've ever played on. Um, you know, not counting international hockey. Um, just so talented. And uh, they, were, they were in to win it. And Pierre Lacroix, you know, Always made some great deals at the trading deadline to try to give his his teams a chance to win, win it all, and uh, he certainly did that twice in '96 and 2001 when I was there. So um, yeah, it was you know I went to two Stanley Cup Finals in '88 and '90, uh, and both teams both times we had we played the Oilers and we didn't match up very well in '88 and '90. I thought we matched up a lot better. And, you know, we just never got anything done. So uh, it was an amazing uh, run and, and so much fun to, to get there, that run, to get to the finals. Uh, but it is it is so hard to win and to be able to do that in my last year was an uh, amazing, amazing feeling. Now, in Colorado, final buzzer goes off. Gary Thorne says, Raymond Bork, a dream has come true. Growing up in Philly, as a Flyers fan, that quote I'll never forget for you. Well, I wanted to go to Philly when I got traded. I was asking to go to Philly and ended up going to Colorado. But, yeah, that was, uh, you know, it was, I mean, the story was the old guy chasing the cup, right, mm-hmm. and have it happen uh, the way it did. And the guys were just amazing. And Joe Sack is such a classy guy that handed me the cup. You know, he was worried about, he just wanted to make sure that I was right next to him and I hoisted first. So, uh, you know, I... Joe, Joe won the Hart Trophy that year, but that was the best assist he had all year. No, absolutely. And when you, you talk about that, you see that when he gets the cup, he doesn't even want to talk to Mr. Batman. He just wants to go right to you. Um, that moment was a lifetime for you. Like, touch that moment when you lifted that Stanley Cup up. An, uh, an amazing relief. Yeah. Um, all those years of hoping and working hard and, you know, just – just hoisting that, you know, um, every time you, you're out of the playoffs or, and you're watching the finals and you see, you know, that cup being hoisted, you just, you want that feeling. And um, it's the ultimate feeling uh, when you play uh, hockey in the NHL and one that I wish everybody gets to experience because it's, it's amazing uh, winning it with, you know, your teammates and, and what happens. Uh, you know, uh, afterwards and the parade and this, just just knowing that you're a champion. And uh, so it was, uh, it was a feeling that, uh, you know, a major relief, but uh, one that is really, really hard to attain. Now, if you could touch on that with, you know, young kids listening to the podcast, trying to chase their dream to make it to the NHL, what would you tell them? Uh, I'd say, you know, um, you gotta work hard. You, uh, you, uh, you just gotta have fun and um, and pay attention to you know um, the coaches that you're around. Uh, 
a lot of, you know, could be, uh, for me, you know, my high school gym teacher was a major influence in my life that to this day is my very best friend and uh, trained me throughout my whole career from the age of 16 until I retire at 40 years old. And uh, you never know who you meet along the way. And, uh, but, you know, just if you have a passion for playing the game of hockey, uh, you know, you really want to give it everything you have, have fun. And, um, you know, hopefully it, it brings you to uh, amazing experiences. Uh, but, you know, don't be afraid to chase your dream. Uh, but there's a lot of hard work that has to be, a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, sacrifices you got to do, you got to make along the way. But, you know, as a young kid, it's just about having fun and, and you know, working hard and paying attention. It's great advice, very great advice. Now, last few questions. This is your first season as a threes ice coach. What made you want to come out and coach? Well, having an opportunity to coach my kids, uh, again, it's been a long time, and the schedule was a lot different than last year. They asked me last year, but it was nine weekends in a row, and that just couldn't work for me. Yeah. So uh, this year, uh, you know, you're guaranteed three games, and max of five, and it's spread out, and it's on in the middle of the week. So for me, that scheduling worked a lot better, and I was able to convince uh, my boys to, to jump down into play and unfortunately Ryan uh, you know took a job with the national development team as an assistant coach and schedule uh, does not work for him so but having an opportunity to play with Chris and seeing some of the places that we're going to be playing in you know turn here, down. here yeah. in Hershey and then Boston and uh, you know Newark so um, just just, just uh, you know, a fun opportunity to, to get involved and to do it. Well, Ray, it's an honor to you know meet you finally and speak to you about hockey. Thank you very much. Pleasure.